are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Brother J, we back, man. We back and, and we both in secure remote locations. Secure remote locations, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. How you been, brother? Hey, man. We global, man. We global. We're mobile. I'm feeling good. I'm good, feeling man. good, man. I, I'm, I, I've been, I've been all right. I've been all right, man. I'm, I got the, I got the, the butterfly jitters, man. Like the first day of school, like you got, we're getting ready for the first day of school. Why? Because, man, I'm getting on a airplane. That's right. That's for the, right. For the first time in, 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 in over two years, man. I ain't been on a plane. And things are gonna look a little different. Yo, I'm scared, man, because like. I was uh, driving out this morning with my son and we went down one street. That's not too far from the crib, right? And it was like a whole new church and a whole new shopping center on the street that I don't remember. And I was like, yo, I literally, I literally haven't been on this part of this section of this street that's no more than five minutes from my house in over two years. And it's it's a, it's a I mean, a big, the, the church, the church was impressive, man. You know how they say, it's like the house on the hill. Was it the one that was like across the street from the second Nova entrance? Oh, nah, man, that church would never be built, man. That church, that church right there, been in that, yo, that joint been in construction. Let me see, I, I moved in, I moved to the bridge in 2011 and they had like the steel beams and stuff up then. And so it's 2021 and that joint still ain't ready, man. I'm like, yo, they must got a, they must got like a, they're going Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos spaceship being built in that joint. Man, I don't know when, I don't know when them doors going to open, when them doors to the church going to open. What? Yeah. Now, so it won't that one, but, but even still, if I would have, if I would have came back and then like drove past and seen activity in that particular building you're talking about, I still would have been surprised. Cause it's it's new, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I still would have been surprised, man. But yeah, it was a legit, a whole new new church and a new shopping center. And I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? And then I forgot, man. Like, yo, it's like people is really coming back from the blip, like in, in the Marvel movie, man. In game, it's mm-hmm. like people coming back from the blip. And I felt that's how I felt, cause it was it was a. I mean, yo, damn church was on the corner, man. <laughs> And it was it was illustrious, man. It was that damn church was impressive. And I'm trying to figure out where did it come from? Yeah, like the <laughs> like the mothership had landed or something. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So you haven't driven that way since 2019. Yeah, like like for real, for real, man. Like for real, because the only the only reason I would probably go to that part of that part of town, it's a pretty good target over there. Mm. But I ain't really been going into the stores like that because Amazon Prime and ordering online. And partly, man, partly COVID just made made a brother somewhat lazy, man. Fair. Door dad, door dad's way too convenient. 
besides that 1999 DoorDash fee, but you know. Yeah, man. And then they, you know, but they try to game you. They try to game you with like the DoorDash pass and you save on the delivery charges, but the uh, the food and everything you order is still marked up. It's marked up like 18 more percent. And so I, I'm, I'm trying to get adjusted to life, man. I, I, after after uh, the last two years, but my first time on the flight is coming up and I don't know, you know, I just got to be ready, man. You know, mm. make sure I'm masked up and, you know, I'm trying to figure out what to wear, man. Like, is the, <laughs> is the check-ins and the pat-downs and the, the security screening still the same, man? Do you got to walk still in get, with Nike slides? Yeah, do I got to walk in with my slides on? Do I got to wear something somewhat somewhat fitting? Because I know I'm going to get uncomfortably accosted <laughs> by the TSA dude. Like, like does it is, it, is life different now? That's 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 a good question. And it's funny because you fly back, you get back, and then I think a day later or two days later, I fly out to go to the same place you're going to. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's um I, I'm trying to get adjusted to all that. But I feel like a kid on the, the night before school, man. I gotta make sure my outfit laid out. Gotta make sure I know what to pack. With the brain, man, because I'm gonna be in a different, being a different land for the first time in over two years, man. Different time zone. Different time zone, all that. Different temperature, climate, all, all that. All that, man. And so you know, I, it, it's like a brave new world out there for me, man. So I'm just trying to get adjusted. So that's that's what I've been kind of thinking about, brother Jay. Been thinking about it. And then you know, when you out and about, like when I passed the church in the shopping center earlier. I was getting mad frustrated, man, because people was like taking all day to go through the lights, unnecessary traffic, man, because everybody on their phone, man, and I could see it. And I started to I started to feel like an old man. <laughs> I was mad judgmental. Mm-hmm. Look, can't nobody drive. Everybody got to be on the goddamn phone. Like I found myself <laughs> like sounding like an old man, you know? Not looking at the look. I'm like, you look, your hands not at 10 and 2. You got your phone in your hand. You, you're talking, you're putting on makeup, you're putting on lashes, you're changing your radio, you're damn on TikTok and Snapchat and all that. And you were behind the wheel of a vehicle, man. I was, I was, I sounded like I sounded like I was a high school driver's ed teacher, man. Just pissed and angry. Just mad at just mad, mad at the world. For no reason. Just mad. <laughs> I never met a I never met a pleasant driver's ed teacher, brother Jay. Not never. There was a few. Mine were um, a lot of the coaches would be driver's ed instructors, and there was one one of my track coaches. He was real. He was real calm. He had a very soothing voice. And I remember someone got nervous while we were driving on the interstate, slammed the car in park, and got out in the middle of the interstate. We could have died, bro. Man, that was when life was different, man. You learn, you learn to drive. You learn to drive. What in the early two thousands? Life was different then, man. Early two thousands, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, life, life was different then, man. It was a different ball game, man. man. Things have, things have changed, man. Things have changed, but the more, the more that things change, the more that they stay the same, brother. Absolutely, Jay. absolutely do. 
Yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody's like you want to want to get popping and, and everybody claim to be different. It's a lot of reruns and repeats going on out here in these streets, though, Brother Jay. A lot most, of reruns and a lot of repeats. Most of the things that are new or trending, like they've been done before. Yeah. They've been done before. And, you know, the Bible says there's ain't nothing new under the sun. Right. So, like, knowing this, even with music, bro. Same thing. People are sampling. And a lot of the hottest samples, I mean, a lot of the hottest tracks are based on sampling the ones that came before it. Well, you know, Cardi B said something recently. And I kind of oh, agree. No, but for real, but, you know, I, I like I like Barty Gang, man. I like the Barty Gang, man. You know, because it's it, what's caught with Cardi B is like what you, you what you see is what you get. I kind of I, I could appreciate that, you know, more more so for like her personality than like her music or whatever. I mean, she got a couple of joints that you know I like to see a few folks shake a tail feather too. But for the most part, I like her energy and her personality. And she said something. She was like. Uh, all these rappers need to stop sipping lean and smoking all this weed because everybody, you can't even dance in the club no more. Don't nobody want to go to the club and think, and, and think about killing themselves. <laughs> like she was like rappers way, way sad, way emotional and all the songs sound the exact same. She said she go to the club to dance and, and, and the vibe out. And I kind of agree with her. I do. Like I like I like I like some of the new stuff, but some of the rappers out now is kind of like in the same BPM, yep. the same pitch, the same like vibrations, and yo that joint the joint sound depressing, man. Yeah, I I there's a few there's a few artists, well not hip hop, um, most of the stuff does sound the same, and some of the stuff is in uh incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah oh yeah so, and it's like well you know what i'm gonna just go ahead and i don't know any of the new artists that are out um see, I, I try to keep up with it a little bit just because you know you i got a I son like, yeah i got a son he tried to keep me cool man and then you know i moonlight as a volunteer dj <laughs> i moonlight <laughs> and so i got i'm trying to keep up i try to keep up with what's current and what's hot and of course, my son tried to put me on. So I, that keeps me relevant because I, I never wanted to be like my I never wanted to be my grandfather, brother Jay, in terms of like shitting on everything new. Yeah. <laughs> like shitting on anything, any any music that came out after 75. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I never wanted, I never wanted to be my grandfather, man. But I I'm I'm slowly but surely turning into my grandfather, brother Jay. So much so, I had to give my son a history lesson when we were out early today. And it was probably one of the proudest moments I ever had in my life thus far as a father, Brother Jay. Because I turned into my grandfather real quick. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I put my foot down. I said, this is what we're not going to have, Brother Jay. My son, my son came into the room this morning when I was watching uh, Wu-Tang Clan, the American Saga on Hulu. And... Um, I enjoyed the first season and, and basically the docu-series is about um, how, the, how the clan came together and they were from different factions and rival neighborhoods, rival, rival crews. And the common thing that, thing that brought them together was like love for Kung Fu movies and rap. And I just thought it was, it's a beautiful story, man, because the Wu-Tang Clan American Saga series 
like it's showing each member of the group almost as if it was like my childhood growing up in my neighborhood. A lot of different people, a lot of different crews coming together and you're doing shit that most young black men were doing <laughs> when you were a teenager trying to figure out how to become a young man. So I enjoyed the docuseries. My son came in this morning and it was a uh, series, let me see, it was uh, season two. And I forget the episode, but it's one of the episodes where they were building the studio in this apartment, Staten Island. And it was like the early, the early production of the Method Man song off of Wu-Tang's first album, Enter the, Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. So probably one of the more iconic songs in hip hop history, right? My son says the most ridiculous, blasphemous, I, I almost snapped out, man. Now, now remind everybody how old Kingston is. My son is 11 years old. Yes, okay. he's 11 and it's all 11. good. But he's he, he, he sold for 11, man. I, you know, I, but he said one of the, he said something that was so egregious, brother Jay. I almost lost it, man. I almost lost it. So he comes in, he gets, he jumps in the bed. He's like, oh, who's the Wu-Tang Clan? And I say, who's the Wu-Tang Clan? I'm sorry, sorry. So that was kind of like strike one for me. <laughs> and my son is like, my son likes to talk through movies mm. and TV shows. Like even the shows that he wants me to watch with him, I'll watch, but he want to tell me everything before it actually happens. So like my son is the, is the worst movie date ever. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, he going to talk through the movie. I, he gets it from his mother. His mother was the same way. She's a Libra. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, definitely. My mother the same. Well, his mother the same way, and she talked. He talked through the whole damn movie, and it's like, yo, B, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. So why are you asking me the questions? So this is the kind of person that he is. So mm -hmm. of course he he gets in the bed and he's like, yeah, well, Method Man, uh, I don't know why you like this old stuff. No, nobody cares about Wu Tang Clan. I say nobody cares about Wu Tang Clan. What, <laughs> brother Jay? It was almost like it was almost like uh, learning that Santa Claus wasn't real, man. I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a tear in my eye, man. That was so painful. Nobody cares about the Wu Tang Clan, man. Staten Island is on straight out of the land of the Shy Lin. Like, come on, man. I was, I was so, I was so blown, man. I said, wait a second. So we had, we, uh, we went out and got breakfast. And so I say, you know what? This is this is probably one of the most important times in my in my life as a father. I got to educate my son and give him an oral history of the significance of the Wu Tang Clan, brother Jay. Got to, and I, and I said, I, I started off first. I said, yo, man, first of all, don't you ever, 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 ever in your life. <laughs> And your life <laughs> make that kind of comment in front of me, any of your uncles, any any other men in your life that really care about you and you care about them. Don't you ever make that comment in front. Nobody cares about the Wu Tang Clan, man. You yeah. you ain't you ain't you ain't shitting on my whole oh my my whole teenage years, my young adult years. Nah, man. One of the greatest one of the greatest hip hop groups ever assembled, man. So I legit. 
I legit had to frame it from a standpoint, like, ah, right, you say nobody cares about the Wu-Tang Clan. I was like, okay, bet. So I said, well, what you like? And so he started going down uh, some of the artists that he likes. We had Roddy Rich. Never Roddy Rich K. See, never heard of him. We had uh um they got they go by like different names now, like NBA Young Boy. All the littles, all the littles, all the babies. And so he, the youngs, he, yeah. all, all the all the youngs, babies, littles, all that stuff. And I say, yo, that's the problem with you, 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 you little young whippersnappers today. Y'all have traded in your bigs for the littles, and that's mm. part of the problem right there. Mm. And so I said, I said, all right, you love God, don't you? And my son's like, yeah. I said, you like you like kung fu, yeah. You like comic books, especially Marvel. He said, yeah. I said, well, by that, you love the Wu-Tang Clan, man. That's what the Wu-Tang Clan represents, man. Love of God, Kung Fu, comic books, and rap. How, 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 how more noble can you really be, Brother Jay? <laughs> the fact of the matter is that he came out of his mouth towards the RZA, Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Method Man, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, You God, Master Killer, and sometimes Capadonna, man. I, I I had to I had to show him. I say, yo, I could I could show you better than I can tell you, man. So we go to breakfast and I made him listen. I made him listen to like 10 Wu-Tang Clan songs straight. And I looked at his face. And every time his head started bobbing, I said, yeah, that's 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 what that's what Wu-Tang is about, man. So I went through Enter the Wu, 36 Chambers, played some joint off of some joints off of Wu-Tang Forever. Play some individual joints, and then I played Ghostface Killer for him. I played the Iron Man album, his first album, Ghostface Killer's first album that came out. And my son was like, "Oh, oh, well, he get the title from?" I said, "Yeah, Wu Tang was on that Marvel thing before Marvel was on that Marvel thing, and the movies came out. You can always respect your elders." And so, you know, we going through oral history of some of the greatest rhymes of all time, man. And it was funny. At the end of the conversation, and uh, at least the harassment that I gave him, because I was just so I was just so hurt. I said, "Yo, this was my this was my shining moment as a father, brother Jay. This is my shining moment as a father, man. I made sure that my son had uh, my my rendition and my perspective on hip hop history." Mm. And so on one lane, I was just like my grandfather. I didn't, I, but I didn't completely shit on everything that my son liked. That was my first, that was my first uh inclination. I kind of I wanted to just go in on everybody that he liked to listen to. But I was like, you know what? That's not gonna, that's not gonna, I'm about generational healing, man. It's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna solve anything. You know what I mean? Me to prove a point about the Wu-Tang clan to an 11-year-old. Generational healing, yeah. All the all artists is out now. I'm about, I'm about generational healing, brother Jay. But then it got me thinking. It's like, yo, you kind of I get why old school cats only like old school things, because it's it's certain it's certain it's certain entities within a generation within someone's life that they just hold so near and dear to their heart. Mm-hmm. Like nothing can ever be better in anybody's opinion against it. Yo, you were the enemy <laughs> at that point. I was trying not to make my son and turn my son into an enemy, brother Jay. I was, well, we, we were talking about the inner me at one point. I was trying to not let my inner me 
turn into the enemy of my son because he was so disrespectful to the Wu-Tang Clan. So disrespectful. And so it got me thinking like, yo, I get it why my grandfather is like, yo, Marvin Gaye is everything. The Temptations is everything. Otis Redding is everything. And if you speak against it, <laughs> you the problem. Like I understand it. Do, do you think that also um, there are certain memories that are attached to certain things that we hold dear to us, right? Like I remember um, I remember my very first song in which I recognized the saxophone solo, which was one of the reasons I wanted to play a saxophone to this day, right? And so when everybody or when I hear a jazz band and they're not playing anything closely resemblance, uh, closely resembling what I heard that inspired me to play a saxophone, I'm like, oh, that ain't jazz. Like this, I mean, you you playing jazz like or jazz ish. But that ain't that ain't real jazz. Let me let me put on this real jazz. Or you know how the Cosby show, how he Cliff would always be like, no 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 no. Let me play it for you. Because like, yeah. <laughs> he want, he wanted you to experience the, yeah. how he felt. It yeah. was the experience. Yeah. And so do you think that a lot of the stuff that is passed on to us, like our likes and dislikes, or passions and loves for, um or our affinities for certain things, do you think that comes from individuals passing it on to us with um, a lived and loved experience of the thing? I say yes, but then I'm trying to figure out why, why I, I, I'm leaning to say yes so fast. So I think my appreciation for music overall it's kind of like a passed down history yep. within my family. Just my appreciation for just music overall. And mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, people will come to my house and think that I'm 20 years older than what I am based on the type of music that I'm usually listening to normally in my crib. Mm -hmm. But that's, I think that's the appreciation that was developed um, by way of my parents growing up. Mm -hmm. Then I think, their uh, likes that I developed growing up that are, are attached to, to moments, mm. right? So I remember M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Like yeah. I remember, I remember hearing it on the radio and I'm just, I, yo, I, I, it was, it was like, it was like seeing a spaceship or um, seeing like a, putting yourself in like a, a comic book series and you got like these superpowers, superhuman, pe superhuman people mm -hmm. that just came out of nowhere. And so like with the Wu-Tang Clan specifically, they're like moments in my life that I associate with certain Wu-Tang songs. You know what I mean? Like the, the Meth and Mary joint, like that was, that was like uh, eighth grade, <laughs> eighth grade crushes you yeah. know and that was a remake 
Yeah, that's when and it was a remake so it was, yeah. was kind of like the it was a combination of best of both worlds yeah yes, the sir. stuff that was passed down but then it was also attached to a moment and i think that's why like yo i got super defensive about the wu-tang clan man the killer bees i got i got super offense def, uh offended when my son was like don't nobody care about the wu-tang and i actually think he said it like jokingly but it was like it was like nah it's it's you gotta teach your kids see brother Jay, you gotta teach your kids that you ain't one of their little friends and you ain't nothing to play with. Or, or in, in, in the illustrious words of Wu-Tang Clan to stay on topic, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. so I had to t- I got it so I can show you better than, better I, than I can tell you, right? And so you gotta let your you gotta let your kids know that you ain't a play toy, first and first and foremost. But I also think like the defense of it, it it's it's either passed down because. The Wu-Tang also used different samples, like RZA used different samples of like soul songs that I heard growing up. Mm-hmm. Like All I Got Is You off of uh, Iron Man, the Iron Man, Iron Man album with Ghostface, that's a Jackson 5 sample. Boom, 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 boom. So like I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna defend stuff like that to the end because it mixes the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think like, as you go through life, you adopt like the habits of people around you too. Absolutely, I agree. You know, like uh, I love the OJs, and you know, this is like the running joke. <laughs> this is the running joke. Like, yo, this dude, why does he love the OJs so much? So yeah, it's from my. So I think part of it was like because my grandmother listened to the OJs, right? And then like my grandfather used to love talking about his experiences with my grandmother listening to the OJs and the fact that I really do think my grandmother probably would have, if she could have, if she could have had her druthers, man, she would have left my grandfather for Eddie LeVert. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure of it, man. I'm sure of it. I can't prove it. I got no, I got nothing to prove it, but I'm like, Eddie LeVert was the man. And so you also kind of pick up like nuances. Like I, I, I like Gerald LeVert. But Gerald's like a chip off the Eddie Levert mm-hmm. block. And so it's like, all right, I kind of, I guess that I inherited that, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's it's also something that I enjoy, but it's kind of like, what is it, osmosis? You're around different people and you get certain histories and information and perspectives and you just soak it all up. Mm-hmm. The problem is when a faction comes along that disagrees with that feeling or that perspective or they add something new and i think that's that like i'm trying to generation generationally heal right and so i don't i want to also give my son like the leeway to like the things that he likes Mm -hmm. and to promote and talk about the things that he enjoys without me saying yo that's trash that's trash (laughs) that's trash and here's why it can't everything can't be a first take debate you know what i mean true true and I think that's the hard part because we'll just use music for instance. Like it's you know Christmas time is approaching, and in my mind, come on, sir, that's <laughs> already. <laughs> soon as it got cold, I was like, did somebody say in my mind? Man, it res and it resonates anywhere in the, anywhere in the world. <laughs> you got black people in Christmas anywhere in the world. <laughs> 
And, you know, to be fair, I listened to that year round because, I mean, the song just goes hard. And the Temptations, them niggas was crooning the hell out of something. But so to hear a new group sing Silent Night, they could be the best. You'd be like, I mean, y'all sound good. But, right, there's that but in comparison to what the Temptations Christmas album means to me, right? Like, I remember playing that while my mother was baking cookies or my grandmother was working on Christmas cards. Like, it set the tone for the holiday season. And so even if you took away the album and you just gave me Silent Night, that piece, I think, is still prevalent to me. You know, now that my grandmother is no longer with us, I think... A lot of that is the reason why that song even means more to me because it takes me like it it reintroduces me into my escape via nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Right. Like whenever I hear it, I instantly have vivid memories or I can see, right? Like I can smell the cookies or I can see people coming in the door with presents or you know, just like the smiling faces and the old family time. And so, yes, I like the song, but I also think it's the experience that I had while learning to like the song. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's accurate. I also think about like, when was my first concert? Like, who did I see first in concert? And um, thinking of the artist, that I like or the albums that I love so much like there were some life moments bro like some life moments and I know this is probably a very bad topic but I'm gonna bring up uh I'm gonna bring up Robert again right there was there were some life moments and experiences yeah that that happened that were like this is the reason why like this song hits um yeah. And I think it, I think it's I think it's just attachment, right? Out and we can even we can even branch out to say places, cities, right? Like there was I think it was uh, urban urban uh, urban mystic. He has a song called "Where Were You?" Like where were you when you first heard Biggie and Pop? Yeah, like the, just thinking of like, damn, where was I? And then thinking back, like, I can remember, like, a lot of the 90s songs, I can remember what I was doing when I first heard it. And I think that that has caused us to, like, influence how we share. um, (laughs) How we share information. (laughs) Information, right? How we share... um, or, you know, Black people, we, we storytellers. That's how yeah. a lot of our history has come down. And I think that has influenced a lot of the ways, like, we get this information. Like, someone who loves the Temptations is probably going to set the stage for this story because they want me to walk away feeling the same thing they felt the first night they heard uh, Eddie Kendricks and David Ruff. That's true. That's true, man. But you know, David Ruffin went on the, the Silent Night joint though. Sure he was, was on the first the first version, but the, the main one that was Dennis, that was Dennis Edwards. Yeah, because was 
so I guess they did they did come to see the temptations and not David Ruffin. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, they came to see Otis and friends. Eddie, Otis, Paul. I don't think Paul was in there. Now Paul, now Paul, Paul had died, man. Blue. They came to they came they, to see others. Yeah. Um, but the voices but, on that record though are temptation voices. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and like the tempting temptations, like. We've said this over and over again, right? But there, there is none greater than the originator, right? That's and real. so um, a lot of the music and stuff that we listen to, hell, a lot of the movies that we've seen are spinoffs off movies from back in the day. It's interesting, man, because, you know, the greats, like, like the artists that are great, they will never say that they're better than the artists that came before them. Mm-hmm. And like uh like jay-z he just he just was uh inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame mm-hmm. and his and his speech like he shouts out chuck d krs1 rakim ll cool j and ll cool j also was inducted as well but he shouts them out because they gave him like no pun intended they gave him the blueprint on how to be the best Jay-Z he could be. <laughs> so I tied that. that in there. That was good. Right? That was good. But but then I but then I think about it like Jackie Wilson and James Brown were gods mm-hmm. to Michael Jackson. Yep. Right? But then you might have someone in my generation and younger, they may say, "Oh, well, Chris Brown was a better dancer, is a better dancer than James Brown." Or um you know, Bruno Mars was a better singer than Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or Drake's Drake. Drake sells the same amount of records as Michael Jackson. Therefore, Drake is better than Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I, I, I just think in these instances, like appreciation and love can be passed on. But sometimes you got to respect your elders, too, man. Yeah. You got to respect your, you got like, like Michael Jordan never said he was better than Dr. J. But we want to say Michael Jordan is better than this or LeBron is even better than Michael Jordan. Like if you listen to like great, great people and their, their craft, they always give, they always give it up to their forefathers. They came that they kind of broke down barriers for them to get to where they are. But I don't, I think like as a people, man, we, 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 we like to have those, those debates. And, and throw in the rhetoric and throw in like the hyperbole and opinion about like who's better. Because I, like you said, I think some of, some of the affinity, affinity and appreciation is developed by way of, you know, just that moment in time, something that's meaningful to you or the fact that you were able to, to, to witness it. Yeah. Yeah. Before, you know, like I, I, I saw the flu game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the flu game in real time. This dude, Michael Jordan, had a temperature, a food poisoning, and still dropped thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, like you, you, you saw Michael Jackson moonwalk. You saw James Brown throw the mic behind his back, hit two splits, make it up in time to catch the mic. Yeah, like it's like you, like people who've seen it in action. It, I mean, it's it's like yo, that, I guess that. There can't, there cannot be another moment greater than the moment that they were physically in in a space to feel it and, and experience it and receive it. Yeah. So I understand it, 
But also, I'm like, yo, sometimes you got to give a little leeway and flexibility to the youngest. My only thing is when the youngest don't give it back. And that's why I had to have a history lesson with my child. Because it's like, yo, you can't you can't appreciate like he it's one Netflix show that's uh, that Jermaine Dupree's on. I forget mm-hmm. the name of the show, but um, it's like kids, you know, Jermaine Dupree's known for producing and making and making kids stars. Bow Wow, Criss Cross, et cetera. Yep. And so my son like loves the loves the show, loves the show. Like that's that's great. But you also got to have appreciation on how how rap even got a Netflix show. Yeah. Cuz it was it was other people that was that was putting hip hop on so that it could become profitable enough to have a Netflix show. Yep. And so that's kind of like what I'm on. It's like, yo, you can't have a flag if you don't know, if you don't understand where your flag came from. Yep. That might sound like some old, some old school shit, but I just feel like as men, brother Jay, as men, it's our responsibility to also teach history in our household, man. And- Absolutely. I, and, and because history always repeats itself, even if it comes in a different form. Yeah. And sometimes that's bad, but other times, it's Grammy award winning. And I think it, it all depends on perspective and it's the experience, bro. Like I'm coaching some of my clients now, like stop focusing on living and focusing on experiencing whether it's good or whether it's bad, because there's something that is going to teach me that experience came to me to teach me something right? Whether it was an experience to remind me of, you know, maybe someone that has transcended into an ancestor coming back to revisit me. Maybe it's something like I'm about to do something that maybe I shouldn't. And it's telling me like, it's getting me recentered, right? So whatever that experience is, being grateful for the experience and stop focusing on like living because we got all these things that we're trying to do. And sometimes we live outside of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You should never, you know, the people that really love LeBron James like that, you shouldn't spend your time having to prove it. You love him. You love him. You love his game for whatever it is. They love his game. Experience the game. Experience it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here trying to prove that he's the greatest. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay attention while he's doing his thing though. Yeah. You know, whether, whether you believe it or not, I got to experience it. And because our experiences are different, there's no debate. There's no like there's there's no argument here. It's like, thank you. Cause there's no there, there's really no objective facts or data points to have like a, a a legitimate debate because it's all subjective. Yeah. It's all based on a feeling or opinion. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's the experience. And speaking of experiences, brother. Yeah, man. You got to experience another trip around the sun. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting miles on this 40 thing now, man. Yes, sir. Putting 40, miles on this 40, 40 thing. 40 and. 40 and. Yeah. 40 <laughs> and one. 40 and one. Yeah, man. That's, man, what, that's like that's like my boxing. I, I, if I was a boxer, that would be a good boxing record. 40, 40 and one, baby. What are you what are the plans to bring in the 41st uh trip around the sun? Well, now, man, I'm 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 actually celebrating, man. I'm a I'm a low-key, I'm a low-key Atlanta Braves fan. 
Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, Atlanta Braves won uh, the World Series for the first time since 95, but it was their first time in the World Series since 99. So I'm feeling good, man. I, I feel like I'm, I'm young again. Now all I need is an Outcast album. I get a new Outcast album to drop. Yeah, yeah, I'd be all right, man. The way things are happening, you never know. You never Stranger, know. Stranger things are happening. What's the movie say? If the Angels can win the pennant. Yeah, if the <laughs> Angels can win the pennant, anything is possible, brother. Anything is possible. But you know, this 41 thing, though, man, you know, Wes Unsell, his number's 41, uh, center for the Washington Bullets, now known as the Washington Wizards. And Wes Unsell, he won a rookie of the year. And a league MVP, same year. The only the only championship, the only championship for the Wizards. And I I, I feel like 41 is gonna be a good time, man. I feel like 41 is gonna be a real good time. And um, like I say, I'm gonna hop on a good plane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the Lone Star State, and uh, hopefully I get some Southern hospitality and no COVID. <laughs> Yeah, hold the, the COVID. <laughs> and that's the real thing, man. I'm, Extra I'm, hospitality, but hold the COVID. Hold the COVID, man. I don't, I don't need it on the side. Yeah, yeah, that's you know fair. what I mean. So I just appreciate uh, another year and, and opportunities like I had today, man, to school my son on on hip hop history, man. At least my variation of it. Yeah, those are the moments. Those are the experiences. Right? Yeah, those are the experiences, man. So those I, are my, the experience. my goal, really, brother Jay, is to just have more of those. Okay. More of those this year, man, and um, I feel good because I've, I've, I think I'm in a space now where I've identified things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a chance to spend some time with my family. I don't get that very often. Um, that's important. I, I, you know, the job is gonna be the job. I, mean, I think you and I talked about talked about this a while back. Like, you gotta appreciate the good things and be grateful for the good things. And it's really about like, you're just a level of focus, man. So I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not giving attention to people, places or things that's draining. Mm. You did. And so, you know, 41 gonna be a great year, man. We're gonna speak that thing into existence. Okay. Well, 41 gonna be 40 and one. It's gonna be- 40 and one. And one, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a great year, man. That's what's up. Well, I, I lift my glass to you, brother. Hey, my um, man, my man, as, as Scorpio celebrate. season. Shout out to all the Scorpios out there, man. Shout out to oh, all the man. Scorpios out there, man. We, we, we ready. Yeah. Listen, as you celebrate another year, um, keep doing your thing, brother. And hey, as I always say, keep your foot on the gas. That's it, man. That's it, man. But you know, gas is $4 a gallon now, brother. Keep your Jason. foot on the gas. <laughs> it don't matter. Keep pushing on it. Keep pushing on it. Yeah, you, man. So- You're you going to walk if you don't. That's it. That's it. There it is. That's there it. it. Is. Keep your foot on the gas, my brother. That's it, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. And, and you know, we uh, we 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 still we still got something in the hopper for this win this winter, man. We still we still gonna do a, a GRG outside thing, man. We we gotta figure it out though. We're gonna need a lot of heaters, though. Yeah, we're gonna need some heaters, man. But you know, I don't know, man. It ain't it ain't really big. It just it just got cool. <laughs> mm. It just got cool, so. We'll work it out. We'll work it we'll out. We'll work it out. We'll work yeah, it we, out, man. We, 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 we know. do got something. And you and know, shout happy out to hour, all our happy, listeners, man. Happy hour starts back next week. So oh oh we, yeah, man. It's happy hours next week, man. Sign up. Sign up on the IG chance. site, yeah. man. If you haven't had a chance, sign up on the IG site, man. Um, at G R G R J K E V. Uh, we'd love to see you. 
and um, y'all can come help help the boys celebrate. Uh, I'm celebrating my birthday all month, so come to the come to the come to the uh, the cocktails and conversation happy hour in the in the virtual space and celebrate with the boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. On that note, you just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light.